When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hey, everybody. It is our Open Forum Wednesday here, getting ready for week three of the NFL tomorrow with the Giants at the 49ers. The Giants will be without their uh, starting left tackle. Obviously, no Saquon Barkley. Uh, the 49ers 2-0, and and I expect them to go 3-0 and tomorrow. Boy, the Chicago Bears, what a mess they are. They're 0-2, and uh, Justin Fields uh, talked about the coaching for the, quote, robotic play. You know what, Justin? Go play better. Would you please stop talking about the coaching? Speaking of the coaching, uh, the Bears defensive coordinator has resigned, okay? He's resigned to take a uh, – to focus on his health and his family. How about that? Allen Williams resigning as defensive coordinator of the Chicago Bears. The Vikings, they get some help. They bolster their running game. They get disgruntled Cam Akers from the Rams. So, you know, it's hard to believe the Ram, uh, the Vikings have only 69 rushing yards, okay? 69 rushing yards in two games. Of course, Dalvin Cook no longer there. He's with the Jets. They're 0-2, and the running game has been very, very bad, so they get uh, Cam Akers. And, you know, that's a big game coming up this week. You know, you got the Chargers and the Vikings. Both teams at 0-2. All right? Both teams at 0-2. So tomorrow, Giants, 49ers. And then you've got the Raiders are at home to Pittsburgh. That is your Sunday night game. Monday night, a doubleheader, Philly at Tampa, and the Rams at Cincinnati. So today, open forum Wednesday. We can go in any direction you want. We will also do a fantasy football roundtable if you want. Uh, the first person that wants to talk about fantasy football will be the uh, go-ahead to start talking uh, and asking your questions. So that is all on the show today. You know the routine. You raise your hand, and we will put you uh, right on. All right? Again, tomorrow I'll be doing a show on uh, YouTube. Hopefully Ryan and Sacktown will be joining me. We'll be coming on uh, preceding the 49ers and the Giants. We'll come on tomorrow at 4 o'clock. Pacific. All right. All right. Let's get this show rolling. Why don't we start with uh, Patrick? Hello, Patrick. Welcome to the show. Hi, Grant. How you doing? Good, Patrick. What's up? Uh, you know, I, is there any, uh, you know, this person, he can't, uh, he can't shoot a puck. He can't dribble a basketball, but he's the most annoying person in sports. I'm talking Who's about that? James Dolan. Oh, my God. I mean, yeah. I could spend the whole show talking about his offenses, but he had an article today in the Post that said he he doesn't like owning teams. He finds them annoying. He doesn't like the fans. 
I mean, they, they we have such passionate fan bases in New York, and I can't believe this guy continues to own the teams. I mean, why do you just keep his mouth shut? I mean, this I got a solution. I, I got a sol- I got a solution. Yeah. How about the fans stop going to the games? How Never about the fans happen. go? You know what? I know, but I'm just saying. You know what? You no. want to get rid of James Dolan? Tell the fans to stop going to the games. And uh, that will get the attention of everybody. James Dolan is the biggest embarrassment in professional sports. He's the worst owner in sports. The guy is a disgrace. And, you know, the, the Knicks and Rangers fans, to keep on filling up the building every single night. You know what? Stop going to the games. You know what? That's what I would do. The guy is a joke. You're right. He's an absolute disgrace. And nobody in the media is going to criticize him because he has his hands in everything. Yep. I mean, That's you 100% know. correct. Yeah, I mean, even even Marv Albert can't criticize him. His son works for the company. I mean, <laughs> it's, a jo- it's a great point. You know what? Yeah. It's a great point. Great yeah. point. It's a joke. It's an absolute joke. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, yeah. Uh, but you're right. Uh, you know, again, this is back to Charles Oakley. All right, in a war of words, and Oakley is loved, as you well know, in New York, by the Knicks fans. Okay, and if you remember back in what was it, 2017. All right. They had Oakley ejected from the arena and arrested uh, for a clash with the uh, security personnel. And I mean, it's a disgrace. It really is. I guess it was the New York Times that Dolan did an interview and he said, quote, I wish I could change Charles Oakley. Right. I wish I could change Charles (laughs) Oakley. He said that in the uh, New York Times. And then Oakley said, quote, that's embarrassing for him to say. He is the one who should handle himself better. Uh, it, it's it's incredible. It, 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 James Dolan's a disgrace. He, he certainly is. I mean, um, I don't know what else. To, I mean, and, and no, like I said, nobody in the media can criticize him because he has his heels nope. and everything. And anybody yep. who attempts to criticize him, he 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 singles them out. He singles yeah, they'll be banned from going to the games. They'll be banned from covering right. the Knicks and the Rangers. They'll be banned from everything. I mean, the guy's a the guy's a, a disgrace. He's an absolute disgrace. Um, can I bring uh, up something else yeah. while I got you on the yeah, air? Because, because me, I don't want I don't want to spend the whole show talking about Dolan. I just think he's an idiot. But um, what do you think about the the guy backing up uh, Barkley tomorrow, Breida, for for the Giants? Do you uh, think you know, Breida's good, but he's not Charles. He's not Saquon Barkley, and uh, the Giants got their hands full, especially without Thomas again for the second game in a row at left tackle. I, I don't understand how uh, the Giants are going to score many points in this game. I just don't. I don't see it. Yeah, they're going to have to depend on Jones with the scrambling and stuff, to be honest with you. Yeah, the 49ers are going to take that away. The 49ers are going to take away Daniel Jones. And, uh, I mean, I just I, I don't see the Giants being able to really stay with the 49ers tomorrow. 49ers are a much better team. And without Barkley and without Thomas at left tackle, I mean, it's it's a it's a problem. It's a big-time yeah, problem. It certainly is. It certainly is. All right. Uh, well, have a good night, Grant. Take care. Thank you, Patrick. You have a good one, too. All right, let's Thanks. get to uh, some more phone calls uh, right here, and uh, we say hello to Trent. Hi, Trent. Hey, good afternoon, Grant. Um, I really uh, – thanks for having me on. I know it's open forum Wednesday, so this is probably going to be my last uh, golf entry of the year. So yeah. uh, I just – I mean, I, I originally wanted to call in and talk about how great it was to see Sahith Thagala win at Fortinet in Napa at, at Silverado. But I just got – um, I just got word uh, over Facebook that I just saw that Gary Woodland is recovering from uh, from uh, a brain tumor surgery, and so I, I guess he's been trying to. It's it's just something I saw. I don't know. I I, I have a feeling it's true, but uh, he's won the yeah. No, 29- it is true. 
It is he, very true. It is very he, true. He had a uh, he had a lesion removed uh, from his brain. That is correct. And oh, a statement a statement said that the majority of the tumor was removed. And I don't have any other uh, news. He it, he was diagnosed with this about four or five weeks ago, and he tried to treat the symptoms according to the report with medication. And then after. He, then he then he decided to get surgery. I have not heard an update on him since the surgery. Oh goodness! Well, he's an amazing golfer, and I I sat yeah. behind, I stood behind him watching him hit balls at Fortinet last year, and uh, just an amazing golfer. But I, uh, I I my thoughts and prayers are with him, and hope he has a speedy recovery and comes back to playing golf professionally. So, yep. amen. It was. It was great at Fortinet this year that uh, Sahith Tagala won, and he had a really great uh, fan following, and his family was there. But what was also great is that they rerouted the golf course to accommodate to have some drama at the end of the tournament or at the end of the playing day. So I thought that was great, and um, I hope to go next year. I didn't go this year. I went to the Barracuda instead, but I'm going to go there next year. So, all right, thanks, Grant. Have a great show. All right, thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, I had a good friend that uh, went there on Friday, and, uh, said it was uh, fabulous, really good time. All right, again, if you want to get in on the program, all you got to do is raise your hand, uh, and we will put you right on. Again, the big news in the NFL, uh, the Vikings uh, get some help at running back, and the Bears appear to be a mess. It's hard for me to believe that Justin Fields would basically call out the coaching staff of the Bears. Justin Fields needs to look in the mirror. I mean, he really does. I mean, he needs to look in the mirror, all right? Stop blaming the coaching, all right? He was asked, okay, what has been the issue with their 0-2 start? And he said he did not feel like he was playing like himself. And he was asked a follow-up question, and he answered it this way. You know, could be coaching, I think. At the end of the day, they are doing their job when they're giving me what to look at. But at the end of the day, I can't be thinking about that when the game comes. I prepare myself throughout the week. And then when the game comes, it's time to play free at that point, thinking less and playing more. Yeah, you know what? You ought to keep your mouth closed and play more. That's what you ought to do. What a disgrace, calling out the coaching staff like that. Disgraceful. What a mess the Bears are. Seriously. A mess. They are an absolute mess in Chicago. Incredible. How about Fields voicing his concerns with the coaches? Unbelievable. And then Fields said, nobody's going to take anything personal. The coaches say we need to play better. I need to play better. I'm not taking that personal because I think everybody in here knows that I need to play better, including myself. They're not going to make it personal if us as players go to them and say, I didn't like this call. They need to be better. We're all grown men in the building, and we can all take it. It's about working with each other, getting each other better holding each other accountable and working towards the same goal. In terms of that fact, yeah, I think everybody can do better around here, including myself. Well, that's fine, but stop talking about the coaching, all right? And then, of course, everything's taken out of context, right? He said this, all right? Quote, it's like you were all trying to split us up. I'm not blaming anything on the coaches. I'm never going to blame anything on the coaches. I'm never going to blame anything on my teammates. Whatever happens in a game, I will take all the blame. I don't care. If it's a drop pass, it should have been a pass, all right? Put it on me. Whenever you hear anything come out of my mouth to where I would blame it on somebody else in this organization, my teammates, never will you hear that. I just want to clear that up. Just know I need to play better. That's it. Point blank. That's what it should have been in the first place. Uh, I.e., all right, you know what that you know what that is? Somebody talked to me after I made those comments and said, you got to clean that up. That's what that's all about. 
What a joke. Seriously. Amazing. All right, let's get to uh, Al. Al, it's good to have you on the show today. Go ahead. Thanks, Nate. Can you hear me okay? Yep, gotcha. Hey, first off, before I... I wanted to talk some fantasy. Hopefully, some guys, some of the guys, yeah. calling. I need help at running back because Eckler looks like he's going to be out again this week. Yes, he is. Get a running back now. I picked up Brita. No, I'm. I don't know. It may not be a good start against the Niners tomorrow, but I think in the near future, if Barkley gets hurt again, I, I like the guy, and I think running he runs pretty hard, and I think he could be productive. You know, if I if Eckler's out for a long period because I've got Breesaw, but I want to say real quick. The Acres, there was it, it was a damaged relationship, and the Vikings. It's a low risk, high reward. I don't know what happened there, Nape. I've talked to you about this guy a couple times. I have no idea what's going on. He got in McFay's doghouse. It, it was a no. It, he had to go. You know, what I mean, this was a it was a toxic situation, and the Vikes, you know, got it really. He could be a good running. He he shot some great games, you know, but. That's a low risk, high reward for the for the Vikes. So you know they definitely yep. want to trade. But you know, I'd like to. I had some questions. Um, do you like Breida uh, moving forward? You think I do like Breida, but I don't. I do like Breida, but I don't like him against the 49ers. Okay. Okay. Is there any other uh, running backs? You know, because right now you know what's killing me, and I'd love to. If we want to start. If anybody wants to call in with the fantasy, Brian. Yeah. And, anyone that wants to talk about the fantasy roundtable, let's go. Raise your hand, and I'll put you on. And let's do this. But go ahead, Al. Yeah. Now, now, what is your thoughts as far as some of these runners? You know, you got a well. We know Kareem Hunt, and and by the way, I'm I'm so happy that the that the network didn't reshow that replay. Remember that when when when. Uh, See, so I, I disagree with you. I disagree with you. They show guys cursing on the field. They show all kinds of stuff. They should show it, and they ought to make a just statement going, "Hey, this is a bad injury. Uh, if you're queasy." Turn your head. I disagree with you. I think it is their responsibility to show it. They show everything else on the field. Why would they not show that? I, I'm sorry. I don't agree with you on that, Al. That's where you and I disagree. I think it's their obligation to show it, and they just need to make a quick – all the news organizations show stuff every night that is awful, and they say, listen, uh, these are very graphic images, and if you're offended or you're bothered by that, we ask you to uh, you know, go away for 30 seconds. I think they've made a big mistake. By not showing that injury. And here's the other thing, Al. It's all over social media 30 seconds after they decide not. It's on TikTok. It's on uh, Twitter. It's on. It's everywhere. So I disagree. I think ESPN needs to show that. I, I respect you. Obviously, you know, I, I hear you. I just didn't. I'm one person that won't look at it. I just remember LT rolling up uh, Joe Theismann snapping his leg in two. And, and Cody's on. So maybe I could ask Cody, what do you think on a waiver wire? And Nate, I thought about Breida, but what do you think for a waiver wire running back? I'm in the PPR league. Eckler's hurt. I think he's out again. I've got Brees Hall, who really came back to earth in, against the Cowboys. Who you know they put. And then, who do you think? Who do you like out there? Is, is Jerome Ford available? You know what? I lost him, man. I tried to get him, but I'm one and one in my league, so I I I, I went put the move in on him, and I missed because you know someone that's zero and two. That's how it works. The, the, the worst record uh, gets the best, no, the top choice for the waiver wire week, and then it stinks back down to the, and then it flips again. But that's how it works. Nate, that's how the, the waiver wire works. And you got to work the waiver wire, just to let Nate know. It's every Wednesday's waiver wire. So you got to get your, your picks of the weekend by that day. But no, Ford's gone. 
I, I picked up Brita. Nate said, you know, likes him. You know, what do you think? And I also saw this kid for the Bears, but the Bears just seemed to be a total mess, like Nate was saying. This kid, Roshan, I can't remember his last name. Is it Johnson? Yeah. So yeah. who do you I mean, Ford's gone. And you know what? I have Eckler, but like a dope, I didn't handicap him. But we only have 15 slots in our roster on our team. So, and then I missed on his on his backup. So, you know, so I'm asleep at the wheel. So is there anything, anybody else out there you think Johnson could be a, I mean, the Bears are just a disaster. What are they going to do versus the Chiefs? They're going to probably abandon the run game again. And it's yeah. going to be up to fields to to be Superman. I, I can't see Herbert or uh, Roshan Johnson doing much on the ground. Maybe yeah. they'll pass pass him the ball a few times, Roshan. I'd almost be inclined to play Roshan Johnson over Brita. S- similar situation. I think the Giants are going to be down. They're going to have to pass. Yeah. I agree. I think I like that. Uh, anybody else out there running back wise that you think might be a, a, a sneaky uh, move? Because boy, you know these guys get snapped up. They have a good week and they get snapped up. You handicap your your starters when you get a guy who might be injury prone. Are you are you do that during the draft? Do you wait and hope to get him on the waiver wire if the guy goes down? How do you play that? Usually, I don't invest in a a high pick on a running back. Like I did this year, I got Chubb on one team. Oh. First time I ever had him, and it's a bummer. I was looking forward to the Cleveland Browns season, and this completely alters my uh, my projections of what I had them doing. It's, it, but usually yeah. I just rely on a, a handcuff running back, a backup, yeah. a one B kind of running back, and I'll rely right. on the waiver wire because these top guys go down every week. We're going to see who goes down in week three. I'm sure there'll be another star player. Yeah. Okay. Well, that makes sense. Um, anybody well, Ryan in here, Ryan, Ryan, you got any uh, uh, help for Al here at the running back position and good to have you on the show, buddy. Yeah. You too, Napes. Um, Al, is Jalen Warren available in your league? Um, let me check. Because Jalen Warren, um, he's slowly, slowly getting more reps in Pittsburgh. They're going to be playing Vegas. They're going to try. I know the offense has been anemic there, but they're going to try to get back to Steeler football, and that's going to include pounding the rock. And I think he's going to get an increased role um, in the coming weeks, if not this week. I agree with you. Yeah, I think think the Steelers are definitely going to try to get that ground game going. Uh, and play more Steeler football because their passing game, their whole offense has been pretty anemic, and Mike Tomlin was extremely uh, displeased with it after the game. Is that available, Al? Ryan, what was uh, – he's available. Yeah, I'd pick up Jalen Warren. I I think that's a good flyer for you, Al, and it's a good game to take a flyer on him against Vegas. I agree. I think it is too. Okay. Appreciate that. You guys got anything – uh, the you're dealing with, or how'd you go week two? Who's you? I'm one and one. Cody, how you been, man? How, how's your start to the season going for you? Uh, I week one, I went six. Uh, I got eight teams. I went six and two. Um, week two, I I went three and five. Not so good mm-hmm. this week. Yeah. 
Hey, Ryan, I got a question for you. I was hoping that maybe you could reach out to Colin Coward and get him in our Pick'em League because I'd like to see him in dead last. <laughs> he, he, he's 0-9-1 in his first 10 picks of the season. So I have him firmly in last place in our in our league. What, right? Let's just oh, I love in it. last place. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. That is great, Napes. I know. It is great. Here's Waggus. <laughs> Waggus, what's going on, man? Oh, Grant. Chubb got hurt. He was my number one pick. Oh gosh! So, oh. so I actually, yeah, I know. I actually went with Ford. Um, uh, I actually, Ford? yeah, yeah, I went with Ford, but but I actually have uh, Swift as well. And I wanted to ask the group here and you, who is going to be the number one running back for the Eagles? Because I'm still trying to figure that out. I thought it was Swift. That's why I drafted him. I thought it was too. Cody, who do you think is the number one back on the Eagles? What do you think? You, you know what? I I was surprised when it was uh, Kenneth Gainwell, right? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I, I invested in uh, Rashad Penny pretty late on a few teams and I've still got him on my bench. It was he was inactive week one. I was surprised. I I wanted to ask Ryan, actually, do, do you think Rashad Penny's got any juice left? Because a couple years ago, down the end of the season, he looked pretty good. Yeah, uh, Cody, he has juice left. The only problem is you're going to have to pick one or two weeks out of the entire season, and that's when you're going to get it from him. He He's fairly injury-prone. He's an explosive guy, not a power guy. But when when he goes off and gets in the flow, he can go off. And, you know, the Eagles have a really good offensive line. We know that. And, uh, you know, I thought Swift, boy, he's been running the ball very well. Uh, for Philadelphia, I, I, they have not yet come alive offensively yet through two games. They're two and zero, oh, but I, I just love that offensive line. And to me, offensive lines in the beginning of the season are the slowest to gel uh, because there's no rhythm between them and the running backs because nobody's playing. And I, I expect the Eagles now to start running the ball much better with two games under the belt. I really do. The Eagles' offensive line, from what I'm seeing in the rank, rankings, is is number one. Yeah. Yep. And, and I just want so, to say, yeah. I just want to say something about Breda. I wouldn't start him this week because as much as the Niners' defense is good, they're winning this game. I mean, their offense is good. Their defense yeah. is number one. I mean, I, I wouldn't you agree, Grant? Number one defense in the NFL. Oh yeah, I, I think yeah. so. Absolutely. Well, I think yeah. them Dallas and you know Dallas's defense looks really good. I want to get back to you about DeAndre Swift though, and maybe I misunderstood yeah. this. I mean, he's he's. Averaging six yards a carry right. through two so, games. Uh, yeah. at, what does he have? Like 180 yards total in two games. I mean, that's outstanding. Right. right. Yeah, yeah so, Grant. So, so, so here's what happened, Grant. Week one, they had Gainwell as a number one in there, right? So yep. he got like yes, four carries. That's why I lost yep. week one. And then week okay. two, he I got came you. around. That's why I was. Okay. Here. I got you. Yeah. Go ahead, Ryan. No, I was going to say, Swift's not going to be the sole back in Philadelphia. I mean, he's not going to be able to pound the ball like they want to run it. They're going to have to have a dual system. But I think that being said, his numbers right now are amazing. And they're going to run that or ride that hot hand. Doesn't everybody in the NFL, with maybe the exception of Tennessee and before what happened with Chubb and Cleveland, doesn't everybody now have a multiple back, you know, rotation? I mean, isn't that where we're heading now in the NFL? Even the Giants. I mean, it, aren't we looking at that becoming more of the norm than the exception? And again, I don't play fantasy football, so I don't study all the stats like you guys do. But it seems like, you know, very few guys now are what you call the bell cow at running back. Yeah, I, you know, it seems to be that way, Nate. I think it, not me personally, I know, you know, there's only a handful of teams. You can, you can just look at a team 
like Nick Chubb. He was bona fide the guy, the number yep. one guy. Uh, Christian yep. McCaffrey, the number one guy. You know, there's a couple like Eckler. He, he, I, I thought he, you know, but now he's hurt, and he's got to deal with these injuries. And and I feel for you, Wagas, losing the uh, Chubb, and also um, who else lost Chubb? I think it was a uh, uh, Cody. Yeah. But, and now who was yet? Who's who's what's Gamewell's first name? Because I got my my laptop up. What's what's that kid's first name? Uh, Kenneth Ken- Gamewell. Ken- right. Okay. Did I say yes, that right? that's right. Okay. Um, so, um, yeah. And also, I wanted to say Raheem Mostert was another one that came on strong for Miami. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. yeah. Don't sleep on that offensive line. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What is uh, your scoring league, uh, well, I guess, what kind of scoring is it? Is it a PPR or? It's uh, PPR, Yahoo. Okay. Yeah. And you got Swift? I got Swift, yes. And now you're trying to find somebody to, to hand, handcuff. Uh, now that you lost Chubb, did you look at? I didn't know. For, did you see? Look at Jerome Ford as backup. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. So I was able to pick him up. I'm actually owing two in my league, so I was able to pick him up. <laughs> Any hey. other questions? Yeah. Oh, I just grant to get back to your point about the NFL and dual running yeah. backs. Now, that that's exactly what it is. It's been going there for a while, but even more so at the start of this year, it's really evident because you look at a lot of what are considered the top tier quarterbacks, Dak Prescott, Josh Allen, you know, not top tier, mid tier. They're starting off the game six, six, seven, seven, eight of eight because they're taking short passes to relieve the pressure right off the bat. Mm-hmm. And because of that, you know, you're oh, going to, you're going to have a running back in that's going to be more pass friendly. You're going to have a guy in, you know, more towards the goal line, how it's always been. But transitioning to that, to fantasy is what makes it difficult because it, the dual running back system, it's like, if I'm in a PPR, am I going to play the guy that gets half the snaps, but likely will have more catches? Or do I want the guy that's going to have 90 yards and maybe a touchdown? With no catches. Exactly. You've got to know your scoring system and, and, and the style. But, you know, the Eagles have Nate, the Eagles have changed it up, man. They went this, what was the loading up on the, on the rushing game? How many attempts did they have uh, against the Vikings? Man, I got hurts for my quarterback, but and he, I think he had two running touchdowns. I mean, there was a, their, their attack seems to – their whole scheme seems to be changed, don't you think? I mean, look at A.J. Brown. He's over there – having a fit because he's not getting his passes smith's grabbing all the all the glory you know but, i don't honestly al i don't read too much into anything with offenses in the nfl until after week four uh, i think because of the lack of play in the preseason uh, i think it takes a couple of games to really get in sync and so you know when i i see good offenses i know that philadelphia's got a good offense i get it you know what i understand that they that they are too good personnel wise and when I see trends early in the season, I don't really pay attention to it. And again, I don't play fantasy football and I know you all are in the numbers and everything. I don't look at that. I look at, you know, if I know that a team is really good defensively or really good offensively and they don't look that good through the first two games of the season, I'm just like, Hey, you know what? It's because they're not in rhythm. They're not in gel. They're not in sync. Philadelphia to me is loaded. They got an, and it starts with their offensive line. Their offensive line is outstanding. They got an exceptional quarterback. They got an exceptional receiver. I I don't worry about the Eagles offensively, regardless of what their stats say or anything else, or, or whether they're running more, whether I don't worry about them. I I think that 
we're not going to be having this conversation two or three weeks from now. I think they'll be rolling. Yeah. And and you know, I want to say like one well, other thing on that. Like they haven't really played against a great defense just yet. So that's why they're nope. you know it, yep. yeah, because great defense will take away that run. Yep. So yeah. I think he'll be good with Jerome Ford. I mean, you know, one of the guys mentioned I think it's Cody by getting Jerome Ford out there, but you know, he's a he, he'll be good with the he'll he'll produce because that's another good offensive line. Nape, I think Cleveland's got one of the better offensive lines. Myself, yep. just got a horrible quarterback. Boy, oh boy, how bad does he look? I mean, how bad does Deshaun Watson look, oh. fellas? I mean, he looks horrible out there. Awful. You know, I like yeah. if anybody needs a quarterback, I'm telling you, I'm not just saying this because I'm a Rams fan, but Stafford. Looks like he's really dialed in. He's really looks like he he's just showing me body language and and he's just animated and you know correcting the our young wide receivers. If you if anyone's desperate for a quarterback right now in your league, I I, I couldn't. I'd recommend Stafford at this point. I think he will be very do very well moving forward, barring injury. You know. Well, Al, the one thing that I want to see from Stafford is I want to see him do that against the Cardinals. I want to see him do that against a you know lower tier team versus the Niners and the Seahawks because the Rams seem to usually play up for those games because they know them so well. Yep. That's you were spot too calling my team to upset your team in week one. I knew I knew about the tendencies with the Rams and Seahawks, you know, but I couldn't go there and then then it happened. So I hear you though. I guess well you're I still think you know that they got the kid Puka Nakua Cup's going to come back. Tutu Atwell in his third year is playing very well. In fact if you're looking at a receiver yeah, you could look at Tutu. I mean, he's he's legitimate. I mean, he's a little guy, but he's got great hands. He's got strong hands. He's a he's a quarter of the way to a hundred through two games, which is crazy. So, but I'm guessing he's gone in most leagues. Yeah, he's a. You might be right. He might if you're, but he's still out there, you know. And I just think that Stafford's number. I understand what you're saying, you know, playing down your competition, but you know, I, that's interesting. I never. I guess I would still consider Stafford if you need a quarterback. I think, you know, they'll they'll get some easy – they got some tough games coming up, but then the schedule gets easier, you know. Anything else, guys? Yes. Go ahead. Um, what, Go ahead is, is DK Metcalf, his ribs are okay, Ryan? Do you know? He's going to be uh, – I, I do not know, Cody. Uh, he stayed in the game. For- I know I know they're losing their all-pro cornerback for Carolina, you know, but I don't think it's going to matter. I don't think they need him. Uh, to beat Carolina. I mean, I, that that should be no problem. Should be no problem at all. Okay, because I got DK Metcalf, DK Metcalf and Brandon Ayuk on one team, and I'm thinking of playing Metcalf over Ayuk because Ayuk's shoulder, he stayed in the game too, but I don't know how effective or if they're going to use him a lot on Thursday. Well, you know, as far as Metcalf goes, as of today, which is the first day of the injury report, he is listed as questionable, and he did not practice today. So, again, as of today, he's officially listed as questionable and uh, with the ribs did not practice today. Hey, Cody, I'm telling you, man, with the Thursday start uh, and I, you know, he he was definitely, you know, dinged up in the Ram game. I I definitely would go with Metcalf. He's a big guy. He's tough. I don't like Yayuk on a really early week. You know, like I think Cody was saying the other day, there's always going to be those, those games, Thursday games seem to be a little bit ugly. Ryan, you can chime in, but I don't – I definitely would go with uh, DK over over Ayuk if that's your choice. That's my opinion. 
Yeah, um, injury pending, obviously, I would go DK. Um, I think, well, one, it's Seattle's first home game. Two, I don't think they're going to play well. They're going to be throwing the ball late in the game. I still think they'll eke it out, but um, I, I think he will get a decent amount of touches. Yeah, th- this Guys, injury, this injury report, uh, it makes me kind of baffled sometimes because all week the guy won't practice, and I'm like, oh, he's a game-time decision. Then you see him out on the field and you're expecting to see him be limping or some sort of ailment. And they look fine. And he's full go. He looks fine. That was the case with DeAndre Hopkins this past weekend. He didn't practice all week. I was watching him closely. His ankle looked fine. Yep. No, that's a hair pull. You're bringing up nightmare for me, man. That's a hair puller. You're looking at the guy. I think it almost comes down to the player themselves. If you have any kind of a feel for for how that player, you know, their, their level of tough disc maybe the matchup you know maybe you know it's early I, there's other factors to but yeah that injury report questionable being 50 50 it just falls back to me on who who the player is but i just don't think i think i they're going to be careful with them because yep. the game tomorrow night you know and it's a tough you know he's just they're, they're going to be careful with them Yep. Hey guys, uh, Grant, before you wrap up, I have a selfish question. Have any of you played in a league on Sleeper? I don't even know what you're talking about. So guys, go ahead. Cody, we'll start with you. No, but um, I, I believe one of my coworkers is on a like a dynasty league on Sleeper. He mentioned to me. I, okay. I've never what played you, it. Like what about you, Waggus? I've never even heard of it. <laughs> Al, have you heard of that? I had not. Hey, could you elaborate a little bit, guys? Or what is what is sleep? Is what this? Is I was hoping you guys could elaborate. I got roped into a last second, like Jim Rome group. Uh-huh. Some of my friends from there, and they're using Sleeper as the platform, and it's it it's a modified fantasy football league where you don't draft. It's assigned, and I can't get the hang of it yet. So I was hoping maybe one of you had. Well, my response to that would be get a freaking life. <laughs> I actually agree with you. There you go. And by the way, you want to know how bored I was today? You can you can you can go to my YouTube channel if you don't like that. I was actually doing play by play of the turtle on the patio at the house I'm staying at this morning. So you know you, you uh, want you want to talk about what I'm doing with fantasy football. I'm actually keeping my play by play sharp of uh, doing the play by play of the turtle moving from left to right or towards Lake Tahoe on my on my patio. Okay. Nice. Did you throw in the commercials too? No, no commercials. This was on my YouTube shorts today. You need to check it out and okay. uh, see my outstanding okay. play-by-play of the 25-year-old turtle flash. And then, then, you know, critique me a little bit, Ryan. I want you to look at it and then let me know if you think it's okay or not. All right, you got it. Yeah, I didn't know about sleeper. The first, I'm like Waga. Well, that's the first I heard of. It. I'm surprised Cody hasn't heard of it. He he does. Cody's a fantasy uh, crazy man, you know. <laughs> I, yes, I try right, to stick I, to Yahoo. I like Yahoo. Yeah. yeah. I appreciate you guys. This was a good round table today. And uh, Cody, Ryan, Waggus, and Al, thank you very much. Really appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you, Nate. Thanks, guys. Appreciate all the effort and advice. I'm going to follow up. Take care. Yep. Thanks, fellas. Good stuff. Thank you, bud. Appreciate it. Everybody else, Cody, uh, good stuff right there. Really appreciate it. And Waggus, uh, good job there. If you guys want to call back, you're more than welcome to. Uh, but it's uh, that was a good, very good roundtable segment uh, today as we get ready for uh, week three uh, tomorrow. And then, believe it or not, next week we're going to be talking NBA basketball because training camp opens next week. 
about that? Next week. Ryan and I are actually going to be doing a show on uh, Twitter Spaces on Tuesday, getting ready for training camp on Wednesday. So we'll be doing that on Tuesday. We'll announce the time, but we'll be joining you uh, via Twitter Spaces. We'll check that out uh, on that platform. But again, if you want to get in on the program, you know the routine. You can raise your hand uh, and we we can do it. Again, the Vikings get help at running back. They get cam makers from the Rams. The Bears have their defensive coordinator resigned. You got Justin Fields talking about the coaching and then backtracking and saying, I wasn't calling out the coaching. I mean, we can go on and on. All right, John. This show is sponsored by Better Help. Stress. We all have it to a degree, big, small, but I think you can agree we all carry around different stressors. Most of you know what I've gone through the last four years, complete career change, moving across the country, filing a lawsuit, being in the news often, dealing with all of that, trust me, has not been easy. And if you keep things bottled up, it can really have a negative impact on your life. Therapy is a safe space. You get things off your chest. You can figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills skills. You can set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. And you know what, folks? It's not just for those who have experienced major trauma. Hey, if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's online. It's easy, convenient, flexible, and it's suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. Switch therapists anytime for no additional charge get it off your chest with better help visit betterhelp.com slash grant today to get 10 percent off your first month that's better help h-e-l-p.com slash grant i'm alex rodriguez and i'm jason kelly from bloomberg this is the deal each week you're here is in conversation with business icons this show will explore deal making across sports media and entertainment that is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Where the hell were you for the fantasy football roundtable, man? Come on. What's going on, John? Man, I was a little busy, but I had it on my background and I got uh-huh. freaking sucked into what I was doing. Then I got sucked into you guys. You guys, that was one of the fan- funnest little roundtables we've had. I know it's, you know, just last year and a couple this year. Was that, that because was you weren't part of it? <laughs> yeah, that's probably because I wasn't part of it. And uh, like <laughs> you said, you guys got to get a life when it comes to a fantasy football that you don't know, the sleeper. I think I may have heard that on Jim's show, but I, I know nothing about it either. I don't either. I don't know anything about anything with fantasy football other than I am a moderator when you guys call in and want to talk about it. So, uh, but I, John, I knew you wouldn't know about it. I wouldn't even going to, I wasn't even going to ask you if you knew about it. You're too busy, John. You, John, you don't have time for that stuff. You're too busy. You're cooking, you're working, you know, come on. I, I like that those guys keep all the stats for me. So I, when I listen to those guys and Connor wasn't involved today, but he's always got great stats. When I go anywhere else, I can almost repeat what you guys say. Cause I'm just here BS and having fun with my buddy Grant been doing it for way too long, but Grant, yeah. listen, I have heard your YouTube shorts. I guess you've done three or three of them now or so. Yeah. Uh, yeah three of the four. one with yeah. the turtle today. You freaking killed it, buddy. Thank you, buddy. That turtle is not as elusive as you made it sound out to be. He's got all the power, you said, but he doesn't seem that elusive. 
<laughs> yeah, but you know what? It was kind of cool last night. And what I'm learning about these turtles is when the weather turns and it gets cooler, they're very close to going down for the winter and they don't move as quick. So, you know, I got to factor that in. You know, that's like playing, you know, football in the snow in New England in January. You got to factor in the weather conditions that can affect the play. And so, you know, the weather is affecting the turtles uh, quickness because it's pr pretty close to, you know, going to sleep for the winter time. I had a buddy who had a couple turtles when I was growing up. So I know that they're very weather dependent like that. That's why yes. the summer turtle football league, it's summer football turtle. It's not in the winter. <laughs> I got you, buddy. It's all good. I understand completely. I got to do Grant. I just wanted to hop on board and say, I love your uh, little YouTube shorts. And I love the, uh, I guess there's only four of you guys in the round table. I didn't have that much to say, but, uh, when I do and I feel compelled, I will hop in there. But don't quit doing that, man. It was great. Thank you, John. You take care. Do the same. Yeah, I mean, you know, if you can do play-by-play -play of the turtle walking across your patio, you know, I got to stay sharp, you know, in case my phone rings and someone wants me to announce their games or animals or reptiles or, you know, whatever. I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm here, you know. I'm, I'm able to do that. So it, it's, it's all good. I always tell people – you know, they go, hey, can you announce hockey? Can you announce this? I go, let me tell you something. I can announce two dogs running across my front yard. All right. So, yeah, it's no problem. Turtles are a little bit slow for me. I'm more into the fast-paced action, you know, like basketball and hockey. Like, I don't think I could do baseball. I mean, I know I could do it, but eh, it's not. it do doesn't fit my personality. A turtle, you know, moving as slowly as Flash was today doesn't really fit my personality. All right, let's get to Al. Al, go ahead, buddy. Nate, you could do it, man. I remember you were on the, in the varsity. You were with the varsity. You're on the bus. And the varsity players yep. called called you back. And Napier, get back here and, and call yep. a Rangers game. You do you do the commercials. You did everything. Everything I did, you know. And uh, New York Rangers Rocky 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 is brought to you by the F and M Brewers of Schaefer Beer. Schaefer is the one beer to have when you're having more than one. And brother, that's the beer you've got coming. And by the F and M, you know. And then I go on and on. And by Eastern Airlines, the second largest passenger carrier in the free world. And by Ford, when America needs a better idea, Ford puts it on wheels. See, I still remember it all. How about that? That's some 40 oh plus years ago, 45 years ago, and I still remember the commercials. How about skull, just between a pinch between your cheek and gum? How, how do you think that would go? How, how yeah, would that roll in today's? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that, yeah, I hear you. Um, or condoms, hey, Nate, right? Smokeless yeah, tobacco. Smokeless tobacco. <laughs> Smokeless tobacco uh, commercial with Earl Campbell, man. And that would yep. not fly today, Dave. That would not fly. Uh, no, I don't think so. But, yeah, I used to put the commercials in. I used to do it all. And uh, I had to do an entire hockey game, an entire basketball game on yep. that five-hour bus ride to uh, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Yeah, the seniors yep. would call you back. Nate, I think you were like a sophomore or a freshman. Of a, yeah, I, I was a sophomore. I yep, said, Napier, get back here, man. You were a legend at your at your, uh, at your school, man. Everybody knew about you. Weren't you over, over doing some stuff over in the yeah, intercom? You know and my life's been downhill ever since. It was the only time in my life that I actually had legendary status was on the bus going from Syosset, New York, to Pennsylvania for a five-day football camp in high school. So I had my I had my 15 minutes of fame, which lasted on that bus about three hours. Yeah, you're loved. You're loved in Sac the Sacramento area, and a lot of people know you nationally because of your excellent work you, on Jim. But anyway, take care, man. Love you, you buddy. All right. Good stuff. Yeah, I still remember that. I still remember doing all those commercials. Ford, Eastern Airlines, of course, out of business. Schaefer, 
You know, the one beer to have when you're having more than one. And brother, that's the beer you've got coming. <laughs> yeah, those were the good old days. Absolutely. Rangers, Knicks, you know, the Knicks, they were so popular when I was a kid. They had won, you know, the championship twice and they haven't won since. And they won't because they got an awful owner in uh, James Dolan. But uh, yeah, those those were the uh, good old days. Absolutely. Let's get to Jerry. Jerry, how are you today? Hey, Grant, what's going on, my friend? How are you, buddy? Grant, you know, there's stuff on YouTube about the turtle. That was so funny, Grant. Oh, my God. You know what? Can you, you know what? What can't you do? Seriously. There are a lot of things I can't do, Jerry. I can barely uh, uh, put a light bulb uh, into a lamp to turn it on. You know, I, I can't do stuff like oh my that. God. I, you know, oh my God. So, you're, you're a yeah. beauty, bro. Hey, absolutely. Grant, can, can you do Vin, Vince Coley? No, I can't do Vin. Uh, uh, no one can do Vin. Vin was, I mean, Vin's in a class by himself. I, I mean, think about all the different sports that Vin did. You know, everybody associates him with baseball, but he was a tremendous football announcer. You know, Grant, there's one, uh, there's one commercial, or, or you know, there's one saying about the Dodger dog. You know, Vin Scully, if he would, if he was, would still be here, he would be like, uh, when you think of uh, Dodger dogs, think Dodger baseball, the official hot dog of the Dodgers. Can you say that for me, quick, Grant? <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's great stuff. Yeah, no, I know. Boy, what what a, I mean, there will never, ever, ever be another Vin Scully. What, I mean, wow, the best, the absolute Grant, best ever. Grant, can you tell me that story that you said one time that if the New York Giants called you, how fast would you be on a plane to get to New York to get that job? Uh, I would be on a plane, including getting in my car and getting to the airport and being on the plane in less than uh, two hours. Oh geez! Oh wow! Oh geez! All right. If I had to, if I if and if there were no flights available, I would charter an aircraft, okay, and figure out how to pay for it later. I get my American Express card out. I would call up Amex and go, "Hey, you got to approve this," and I would figure it out. So even if I had to charter a plane, I would be in New York. So yeah, that's how fast it would be. Grant, what do you think the uh, score tomorrow will be with the Niners and Giants? I think it's going to be relatively low scoring. Uh, Thursday night football. I'm going to say San Francisco 24, the Giants 10. Grant, do you still think that the Niners are, are going to win? You said 13 or 14 games. Do you yep. think that's, yep. uh, that might be higher? or What do you think? It might be 15 or 16. I, I, I wow. Listen, there are two games that I can see them losing right now would be Dallas and Philadelphia. But even if you lose those games, you could still go 15 and 2. I, I love the 49ers. I think that they're only going to get better. And again, I don't have a crystal ball with injuries. But when you can play defense the way the 49ers can play defense and you have all the skilled people and you have a coach that's as innovative offensively as Kyle Shanahan, I, I just don't see a lot of losses on the schedule for the 49ers. I really don't. Because they have the Giants tomorrow, they have the Cardinals uh, the next week. Um, so yeah, this team, you know, if, you know, what you said, if they stay healthy, you know, sky is the limit. Um, and hopefully, this year might be the year that they get that they get over the hump and just try to bring a trophy back to San Francisco. What do you think? You know what, Jerry? Health, health, health is going to determine a lot of that, and that's true of a lot of teams in the NFL. I mean, you look like Cleveland; they just lost their main offensive weapon in Chubb. And, you know, that that's going to have a profound impact on their season. So you, you got to get lucky. Uh, and for the 49ers, you know, first and foremost, they got to have Nick Bosa on the field. I mean, he's that good. He's that just like Dallas, you know, if Dallas loses Michael Parsons, 
their defense goes from being great to just, you know, good, nothing, not above good. I mean, he's that dominant. He's that good. So, you know, health has a lot to do with this stuff. Grant, do you think that the Dallas Cowboys, uh, do you think that they trust their quarterback in Prescott? You know what? He can do a regular season. That's really awesome. But when it comes time for the postseason, what do you think goes through the minds, even with the owner, the general manager? I mean, there's uh, doubt. Or Jerry Jones. There's doubt. There's doubt. But, you know, every year is a new year. And, you know, what you've done for me lately doesn't matter in pro sports. It's, you know, what are you doing for me today? And uh, so we'll see. You know what? Again, we can talk about it all we want. His actions are going to speak any louder than any of the words that are being spoken across this country. He'll get his opportunity and he's going to have to, you know, come up and, and get the job done. Grant, one more question for you. Do you think if the Giants would have lost to the Cardinals Sunday, do you think their season would have been over or uh, yes. what do you think? It would have been over. Yep, because they're going to lose tomorrow. That would have put them 0-3 and, and three games back of Philadelphia and Dallas in all likelihood. And they're not good enough. They're not, they're not good enough this year. They got a lot of areas that are not good, and their first thing is their offensive line. I'm telling you, Nick Bosa is going to have a field day tomorrow. I mean, Nick Bosa is going to have an absolute field day tomorrow. Grant, do you uh, you know what? You have said this before that you would uh, ponder it. Um, have you thought about putting your rants on uh, TikTok? Yeah, I am. As a matter of fact, Ryan and I met for lunch last week, and I am going to start doing that. So I'm going to branch out and, you know, the only thing I'm not going to be involved with is a sleeper, okay, with the fantasy football that we were just talking about on the roundtable, whatever the hell that is. But, yes, I will start putting them on TikTok, absolutely. And, you know, Grant, because, you know, that's going to, uh, you know, just increase your volume of the people that want to yep. call your shows, you know, a big time. Yep. So, all right, sir, I uh, just thought I'd put that out there. Thank you for I taking appreciate it, call, Jerry. Grant. All right, sir, Take thank care, you. Take care, buddy. All right, good stuff right there. Let's get to uh, Jeff. Jeff? Let's see if we can get him on. Let's see. There we go. Jeff, how are you today? Jeff, you there, buddy? All right, I can't hear Jeff. Grant, there you go. Can you hear me? Go ahead. Go ahead. Yep, go ahead. Good. Good. Go ahead. Hey, buddy. All right, Jeff, you got a, you got a, you got a bad connection, my friend. So I'm not going to be able to uh, uh, be able to talk to you. It's too bad. If you get in a better area, then you can hit me back up, and uh, we will try to do it. Again, tomorrow, uh, 4 o'clock Pacific, over on YouTube, we'll get you ready for the uh, Giants and the 49ers. Again, uh, Thomas, the left tackle of the Giants, already been ruled out. We knew Barkley was going to play. I don't know what the hell Brian Dable was talking about, saying that Barkley had not been ruled out of the game and was officially listed as questionable. I mean, it's ludicrous. There is no way that Barkley was going to play tomorrow. I don't know if he's going to play a week from Monday, you know, against Seattle. Uh, I mean, I'm not even so sure about that, but I'm not sure why – they even talked about that. Uh, but that game tomorrow, for the Giants to win that game, special teams, they're going to have to come up with a block punt, you know, a, a block kick. Uh, they're going to need their defense to get a deflection and a pick six. I mean, that's the only way they're going to win that game tomorrow. I just don't see it. I really do not see it. So don't forget, tomorrow, 4 o'clock Pacific over on YouTube. Uh, speaking of YouTube, you can check out uh, my uh, shorts and – the play-by-play I did on Flash today. All right, John, you'll have the last word. All right, Grant. That's what I was going to say. The YouTube shorts, that's funny as hell. And I just wanted to say real quick, I'm going to dig through the archives. I got some funny little videos of my cats when they were kittens all up to now. And you're going to do some. They're quick. They are highly elusive. Okay. All so right. We'll see some of those coming up soon. 
Sounds good, buddy. <laughs> and if you don't like that. <laughs> See, John's got it down pat. Sounded just like Grant Napier now. All right, you all take care. Have yourself a very good Wednesday and uh, tomorrow over on YouTube at 4 o'clock. So long, everybody. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.